drive to control it, but he tried to knock it inside for Monelli. He was tightly marked. And it's Oriali now. Bertone. Will be a one-two. Yes, it is. Good move. Oh! What a chance. Welcome, welcome to the Maybe Daily. This is a bit of a weird Maybe Daily, Mace, because by the time people hear this, we would have shocked the world and we're into the quarterfinals. So <laughs> it is a weird one. It's going to be bizarre. It's a bit of a Tarantino film. We're in the DeLorean. We've gunned it to 88. We're going back in time to talk about that time in our lives when we weren't in the quarterfinals. <laughs> That's how confident I am. Oh, we're yeah. We're in, baby. We're, oh, we're in. in. All right. So today's episode, as always, brought to you by mintsports.com.au. They're on fire yeah. over there. It's also brought to you by Graham and Boys Paint Shop. Come on down to Graham and Boys Paint Shop for all your paint shop needs. <laughs> Interested to see who his boys are. I like that. <laughs> we start this episode as we start every episode with the prayer to the Socceroo gods, and boy, have they yep. delivered on our prayers, Mason. Let us oh, pray. Oh, mama. Let us pray that the Socceroos shock the world, pull off a miracle, and destroy Messi's mob. Let us pray that people forgive us when they know the score is 4 0 Argentina and listen to this podcast in retrospect. <laughs> Let us most importantly pray that Mason locates the remote control before 6am. I found it. Yes! The prayers have been answered. (laughs) Very quickly. Thank you, prayer. Socceroos gods, hear our prayer. In the name of Timmy. Timmy. Les Murray. Les Murray. And and Charlie Charlie Yankos. Yankos. Charlie Yankos. Yes, indeed. Uh, Pen. Pen. Tell me about Charlie Yankos. You know, Charlie Yankos, I feel bad. It was remiss of me the other day when you, God, it feels like a lifetime ago, when you asked me about the best Socceroo goals, Charlie Yankos mm. has got to be up there. He banged one in from about 30-odd yards against Argentina, no less, back in 88. Wow. And I remember watching him play at the old Adelaide City days when I was going with my old man, and any single time he touched the ball in his own half, yep. the whole crowd... Have a go, Charlie! <laughs> Is a bit of a laser on him? A bit of a rocket? Mate, do yourselves a favour, guys. Pause this. Go and Google Charlie Yankos free kick and get the juices flowing. We'll wait. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. How good's that free kick? Speaking of being remiss... Yeah. Do you have any idea what Qatar stands for, mate? Ah, funny you should ask. <laughs> Is it? Have you been doing homework again? Well, it's a bit of a mystery now. I'm not really sure what I've found out if it's true or not because... Wow. You know what happened? I was actually down at the local hashish bar in Irwood. Oh, yeah. With my new friend who I met in the sauna. <laughs> old Glem. Oh. His name's Glem. Glem. What, with an M? Yeah, with an M. <laughs> Glem. <laughs> I like how that's the only thing I don't believe. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. Everything yeah. else Not is Glenn. gospel, but Glem. Not Glen, Glem. You sure that the two N's weren't <laughs> lowercase and just there was no space? <laughs> so it looks like an M. Maybe. Glem. 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 And he actually, you know, he told me that he was joking the other night in the sauna. 
He was lying. That old prankster. Classic Glenn. He was lying to me. And it actually stands for Quarrel at the Arabian Rollerama. (laughs) Just got your (laughs) mid-drink. My fault. Shouldn't have got into my flagon of gin as you were giving me the guitar acronym. Quarrel at the Arabian Rollerama. Wow. So I'm assuming there's an Arabian roller derby where it's kind of like uh, speed skaters only now, guys, anti-clockwise. This one goes out That's to right. Jamie. It's her 16th <laughs> birthday. This is Jamie's Got a Gun, speed skaters only now. And someone in their kafir said, nah, actually, this is supposed to be an over-18s event. Quarrel ensued. What happened? Pretty close, pretty close. Mm. I do like that everyone's name's sort of just off, like Jamian, Glem, yeah. Jom. Uh, Instead of John. Well, in fairness, <laughs> it's actually Janie, but the two ends were close together, so I thought it was Jamie. <laughs> it's just the font. If you go to Arabic Sands. It's just the goddamn font. The kafir font. Look, you would not believe Try it. me. You would not believe what I'm about Try to tell me. you, right? The real reason, Glem told me mm. yesterday when we're having a hashish, <laughs> he told me. It was a huge biffo between two royal families in the rink. Always the royals. Yeah, 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 yeah. It changed the course of Cutter forever. Can I ask what decade this was in? Because it's normally a throwback. Was this recent? 80s. Wow! 80s, Wow, Rollerama, I should have guessed, yep. And yeah, and I believe everything Glem says. Let me let me digress even more. There was an argument about who was the fastest skater between two royal uncles. And what were their names? <laughs> uh, one was Hampk, not Hank, but Hampk. Another one was Frampk. That goddamn kafir font. It's a doozy oh, for the ends. Kills people. So someone someone was actually bashed to death with a left footed skate. A left-footed one. How specific? So specific. <laughs> <laughs> Created a ban on all extreme sports in the country. Oh. Created a ban. What, that's an extreme sport? <laughs> Crikey. Jeez, they love banning stuff, don't they? Big banners. Yeah. Big banners. Any danger of banning a mid-season World Cup in 50-degree <laughs> heat? Nah, we're good. <laughs> but no skating or being homosexual. You heard it here first. Today I feel uh, gay. We're recording this late on a Saturday evening where the Sunday morning is the Socceroos game. There's been so much to unpack football-wise. There yeah. have been so many bizarre machinations and permutations and other nations amongst the nations. I don't know where to start, so we're going to start with our nation, obviously. How you feeling? Socceroos time. Let's get stuck into it. I hate to say it, but I'm... <sighs> Am I satisfied with what we're, we've mm, done with mm. this squad? But I hate that feeling. You're almost content now, even though we're still in the process of it? Or oh, There's a part of me that wants to celebrate it, but then there's a part of me that wants to be desperate and that we can do it. Of course we can do it. Mm. Of course we can do it. Yeah. There's so many things that we have in our favour. Yeah. How do, you, how do you think? What do you think? Matt, I am absolutely exhausted. And I'm exhausted <laughs> in Melbourne... Just by watching football on TV, living my life, (laughs) talking shit to a dickhead, mate. That's it. I have no idea how these giants amongst men are going to do this with such a quick turnaround. I need four years to celebrate, let alone qualify again. They must be absolutely, to use a medical term, rooted. 
They yeah. must be rooted. Yeah. They had two days to turn around. And I understand what you're saying about being content. And I think that's a good attitude to have without conceding mm. that we're going to lose. I think we need to enjoy this moment. By all rights, we shouldn't have even been in the World Cup. That's right. We have beaten everything that's been thrown at us. That's what I so mean. So why stop now is the other part yes. of it. This is a free swing. I think we need to embrace the fact that we are in the round of 16 against the, the World Cup yeah. favourites, against arguably the greatest player of all time. No one gives us a chance. Whoa. If our backs were against <laughs> the wall anymore, they'd be in the next bloody room. That's where we want to be. That's right. And you know what? That's if they smash right. us and wipe us off the park, I'm not going to sit there. Yeah. And I really, really, really hope I don't hear this from any fair weather bandwagon jumping fans that decide to watch one game every four years and go, oh God, we got smacked. Pull your head in in advance slash retrospectively, because they'll be hearing this later. Pull your head in. It is oh, a yeah. joy, a treat, an honour, and a privilege to even be yeah. in this position. So that's how I'm feeling, and that's how I'm treating it. Come on, Aussie, come on, come on. Come on, Aussie, come on, come on. Come on, Aussie, come on. I don't think we're going to get pumped at all. I actually think it's going to be an absolute barn burner. Barn burner of a game. And I'll tell you what I want these boys to do. Talk to me. Pre-game. I want mental warfare. Now, before the game. I want mental warfare. Okay. I want to be in their heads before the game. Yeah, like it. This is what I want. When we lived together, mm. a fella came around named Ben, I'm pretty sure. Ah, uh, yes. And I was in my room poking around. could hear him saying, oh, I've just ridden my bike over and the chain's broken on it. And I thought, you know what? I haven't met this bloke before, but I'm going to get right in his fucking head early. I came out nude. That's right. And started trying to fix his bike chain. Yeah. Do you know I've seen that man three times since that scenario? Ben O'Toole, friend of the pod. He has no idea what to say to me. <laughs> I'm in his fucking head all the time. And this is what I want our Socceroos to do immediately. So you think the entire Socceroos squad should be in the change rooms when they get there just with the chain, fixing bikes, starkers? Not even that. I want them, as soon as Argentina come in to warm up in the locker room, it's our whole squad new yep, I like sitting it. in there watching Evita, the Madonna version. Just sitting there watching <laughs> it. Just all sitting there what? like we're in the theatre. All nude. That's what I want. <laughs> Don't cry for me, Argentina. Oh, sorry, guys. Is this your room? I'll get me Dax back on. Good luck tonight. <laughs> Messi turns around. I've seen it all, but I've never seen this. <laughs> He's been playing in Paris too long. Be careful because tomorrow you're going to get beaten. Beaten real bad, cowboy. This is the kind of real estate I want, the warfare. I want Arnie in the pre-presser speaking in Argentinian. Every answer. Yeah, not Spanish, Argentinian. <laughs> I knew. You know what I thought about it? I went, yeah, do they speak Portuguese? Nah, nah, what you'll be right. Tell? The old yeah. geography, the old geography. Geography. No wonder you can't find it on a map. You can't find it in a dictionary. It's so foggy. Like, that's your version of geography. It's such a misty blur that it becomes a fog. Uh, I didn't do too well at the old geography. Geography. Crikey. Trampoline. Trampoline. You said what now? Hey, it's funny that you mentioned the nude bike thing, though, because Matt Leckie mm. has been recovering. So, obviously, sleep is at a premium. That's what we're all after. Yeah. Matt Leckie, he put the exercise bike 
I swear this is true. He put the exercise bike in the shallow end of the pool and has been doing nothing but exercise bike underwater. Oh, my God. That's psychological warfare right there. What a man. I've just got to check the sparks. But I reckon it'll be all right. Lecky, come up for air, mate. Oh, my God. I knew he had good lung capacity, but that's outrageous. Jesus. Watch me do a motto. That wild? This is the type of stuff I want the Argentinians to see. I want to see. I want him nude on a bike underwater, <laughs> speaking Argentinian. They all understand <laughs> it, yet they've never heard it before. <laughs> what is this? We normally speak Spanish, but with a French accent. This is what I'm talking about. I reckon we all come out for the song, and we're all wearing Arnie's suits for the anthem. A school of Travolta's. A ruse of Travolta's. Is that what the collective <laughs> noun is? No, a ruse. A soccer ruse of Travolta's. What would a collective noun be of a, a closet? <laughs> a closet of Travolta's? And I want them authentic too. I want them with a bit of dandruff at the back because Graham would have com- oh, so much yeah. dandruff, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then they all <laughs> sing the anthem and the kids that have to stand in front of them all pass out from their breath. <laughs> And I want the suits to be like Chippendale stripper suits. So as soon as the anthem finishes, yep. they rip it off in one Velcro Straight move. off. Straight off. But instead of being nude, they're in the Socceroos gear. That's what I'm talking about. But then you look closer and it's all body paint. <laughs> Going to be a bugger to get the jersey pull on this. Sutar got pulled down in the box. I think if you look closer, he was pulled off in the box. <laughs> What leg did he use there to, to tackle? What was it? His third. <laughs> it was balls and all. Hello, my name's Graham. I'm not just a Socceroo coach. I'm a bonafide leader in the colour paint world. My stepson Martin will also help you and your family create a certain vibe to your new walls within your dream home. We also welcome you to check out our new colours, Winfield Yellow or Halitosis Brown. Let my fingers point you and your family into a colourful world of, well, colours. Graham and boys, let us bring you into the inner circle. With masks, Dad. Oh yeah, thanks Marty. (laughs) Go get some sleep. Graham and Boys Paint Shop. Not to take it to the corner too soon, but talking about them being completely stuffed and rooted and knackered and tired and whatever synonym you want to use here, mm. how's this for taking it to the corner? This Socceroos team has run more than any other team in not only this World Cup group stage. Out of all 32 teams, we have collectively run more kilometres on the pitch. Wow. But we've also run more than any other group stage team of the 2018 Russian World Cup. Wow. We have run more than any other team in the last two World Cups, and we're doing it in the desert, in 50-degree heat, with our backs against the wall, and still keeping clean sheets, and still scoring from open play, and still progressing. Insane. Still riding bikes in that shallow end. Never stop riding those nude bikes underwater. You know the beautiful thing about this team is... Everything. Everything. But the story has just built as they've played. No one knew anything about this team a couple of weeks ago. Well, they were unpredictable. (laughs) 
Very unpredictable. Hey, don't mess with the Oracle, my friend. Mate, they were unpredictable, and now you could set your watch to them. That's, that's that rooster. <laughs> I got a knock on the door today. The rooster said, mate, keep it down. <laughs> How did you know? Trying to get some shut-eye. How did you know Lecky was going <laughs> to score? <laughs> Quiz question. Yeah. Who do you think... Out of the team that has run the most, i.e. ergo, ipso facto, us. Yeah. Out of the Socceroos, who has run the most over the three games? I reckon maybe um, my little Irishman at the bottom of the, ra- the rainbow. McGree. McGree. McGree or Bayich. It's not Bayich. It's not Leckie the running man. It's not Irvine. It's actually the architect, Aaron Moy. Yeah, of course. Aaron Moy <laughs> has run more than any other player. Holy shit. And he still gets it and is just silk and holds the ball and passes <laughs> off. It's just phenomenal. These guys, my ribs are going to crack open the way they are swelling my heart mm. with pride. Mm. Oh, I just I love actually them. thought you were going to say Graham Arnold. <laughs> now, he's had the runs more than any other player. <laughs> But he eats nothing but the cuisine of the opposition. <laughs> Whatever the opposition are, he just eats that. Argentinian stuff. And Degenek sits behind him and says, there's bread on the table. We must eat or my family goes hungry. Nah, mate, just clear it. Milos, fuck. Another game for Milos! <laughs> Arnie said, hey, no celebrating, no social media. The next thing we all see is them in the change room <laughs> celebrating and on their phones. Clearly he has the room. How's the tunes they were listening to? Oh my God. What is going on? Is it still Johnny Warren's playlist from 74? Gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight. What the fuck are you talking about? Gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight. somebody help me change It's one of those things that I've noticed even here in the Enmore. I walked past it. It was... <laughs> the guitar of Sydney. The guitar of Sydney. It was the Umbilical Brothers. This is what they were promoting, mm. the Umbilical Brothers. Are they still going around? Yeah. The Darkness and Star Wogs, which is like Nick Giannopoulos' new... Oh, talk about still going around. Which is his new thing. And Jesus I was Christ. Like, where's the Socceroos team when you need it? I just thought, what year are we in? You know what? I reckon the Umbilical Brothers are a classic version of going, oh my God, this is putrid. And after five minutes, you'll be like, fuck, they've still got it. <laughs> like the guy from Police Academy who does all the noises. <laughs> Jones. Why do you think I took in all those Police Academy movies? For fun? Well, I didn't hear anybody laughing. Did you? Except that that guy who made sound effects. <laughs> hog, hog. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I? Oh yeah, stay out of my booze. Couple of other things. Bit of a sad note. Bailey Wright's mother-in-law. I don't know if you know this. Bailey Wright's mother-in-law is on death's door. Like he nearly oh. didn't go to the tournament, and his wife insisted and said, "Look, you've got to go. There's a once in a lifetime." Yeah. As he came off after the Denmark game, he checked his phone because you know Arnie said not to, and he got a message off his wife saying, "Nah, she might not make it through the night." So when everyone was celebrating and in, in tears of joy. He was actually bawling because of 
the fact that he can't be with his wife when this is happening back in Australia and his mother-in-law is basically about wow. to pass away. This is the sort of stuff I'm talking about. Mm. These guys are running their hearts out for the nation yeah. in a desert yeah. and having this emotional strain on them away from their families and their partners yeah. and they're still producing results. Yeah, it's incredible. It's phenomenal. Yeah, For the level of experience in the team, oh. they feel like an old Socceroos squad now. They feel like they've been around for a couple of campaigns. Yeah. Don't they? 100%. Don't they? I can't wait to win it in USA. I can't wait. Did you see when the <laughs> Danish team... I know this is a few days old now. The subs ran on with a note. Did you see that? No. Yeah, they ran on with a bit of paper, like, to change the formation. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what's on the note? And to myself, I'm sort of jokingly thinking, all right, four four two. you better believe we need to win or whatever. Yeah. It literally said the formation and the word believe. But what was great... <laughs> Is that the subs obviously ran out with it, and instead of putting it in their sock, he just dropped it. Oh. And then the doctor, Dr. Duke, Doc. getting subbed off, sees the bloke drop it, before getting subbed off, runs over, grabs the note, sprints straight to Arnie and goes, here's what the Danish blokes have done. Oh. He sees their formation, makes two more changes, and goes, yeah, thanks for coming. How good's the doc? Oh, the doctor. Prescribing what they're prescribing doing. Prescribing victory, yeah. Oh, the duck. Oh. Should we talk about Argentina yeah. at all? Mm. We'll give them the light of day for a little bit. A little or bit, a little bit. Let's give them a minute. Let's give them a minute. Okay. Only a minute, and I'm counting. I've got the clock on. So basically, the thing that I love about this is that Argentina are going to be one of the greatest favourites going around the World Cup. The entire world, the footballing world will be watching this game. The entire world, mate. And they won't know any one of us. They won't know Harry Sutar. They won't know the running man. They won't know the finisher. They won't know anyone. They will know them by the end of this game. Don't you worry about that. Graham Arnold has played them, Argentina, five times. He's won two of those. He's won them. One all as well in there. One nil in 93. Maradona had to come back to pip us in 93 to qualify. I know I remember, just as a side note, this doesn't count as the minute being disgusted in Paul Wade because when we lost that, he ran up to Maradona at full time just to get his shirt. Fuck that sort Fuck of respect. You, Wade. Beat them and then rip the jersey off his back. Forget that. Now, Starlight. Starlight has an injury problem. Starlight Foundation's last wish may not come true because he, we're not only going to beat him, he's got an injury problem. They say it's a quad, but we all know it's much, much worse than that. I think Dr. Duke said, hey, mate, it's a quad and it's terminal. The minute's gone, but I'm enjoying this Argentinian talk. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> Happy Starlight Day. What's mm. been interesting in the mm. presses, in the presses, both of the managers have been towing the line in similar but very different ways. So Scaloni has been smart. He hasn't given any bait. No chum mm. in the water. Nothing for Arnie to paint on the walls as inspiration. But both managers have been saying basically, hey, it's just 11 players out there. doesn't matter That's where right. they're from. The key yeah. difference... <sighs> Is that 11 players for Argentina, just 11 blokes in shirts, is a weakness. It's a leveller. It's their vulnerability. 11 players for us is our strength. It's a unit. All we are are 11 blokes. Oh, my God. But together, we're the oh Socceroos. For them, 11 players, they're just human. It's a chink in the armour. It's all making sense. The fact that we are a galvanised unit of 11 is not the chink in the armour. It is our armour. It's all making sense. <laughs> We're winning this game. Come on, Aussie, come on, come on. Come on, Aussie, come on, come on. Come on, Aussie, come on.
So you know how Arnie's been talking about the team in blue, the team in red, the team in white and blue stripes and no jocks and we're going to be nude fixing bikes, whatever. Oh. They started asking about Messi the other night and a couple of the players were like, yeah, he's great. I don't know. I'm probably more a Messi man than a Ronaldo, whatever. And you could tell Arnie was just like breathing death on them. Harry Sutar in the presser. Sutar. Yeah. Referred to Messi, not by name, but called him the oh player. Oh, my God. On several occasions. They would ask him a question and he would go, oh, the player you're talking about is one of 11. We are a group of 11 and that player, the player, never once said his name. Oh you want warfare, God. pal? This is warfare. what I'm talking about. They're not even taking bullets in. It's fixed bayonets time. <sighs> I feel like I don't know what to do right now. I need this game to start. I need it. <laughs> 6 a.m. is a killer. It's a killer. <laughs> How many roasts are you going to cook today? I'm going to cook so many roasts. You're going to come in and you've got a full restaurant. <laughs> i got a Bay Marie. Hey, what are you after, mate? i got every type of meat. i got every type of veg. What do you need? i got everything. A full butchers. He's like, you're like cutting yeah. up a cow, a full gut and a cow. Yeah. You know what? You look like a, you look like a nice guy. I'll do you a favour. I've got some lamb shanks out the back. I'll sort you right out, eh? What's yeah, they're two for 20. One? I'll give you three for 15. <laughs> You know what I actually feel like with this sort of anticipation yeah. and angst and complete energy? I feel like I've eaten a bucket <laughs> of magic gum. You remember magic gum where you like those crackling things where it would make your head crackle a bit? I feel like I've doused my entire head in a bucket of magic gum. And all I can hear is like, I might be having a stroke. I need to get Dr. Duke on board. It's not your quad, D Maria. It is way, way worse. You, you don't contract a quad disease through the bloodstream. I'm sorry, sir. It's a quad. You have three months to live. You have three days to live. <laughs> oh, when did the doctor write this note? About three days ago. <laughs> the other thing is, Scaloni's sitting there saying it's a disgrace that there's only a two-day turnaround. It's no good. We finished top of the group. Where, where, where? Half of it was in Argentinian, so I didn't understand it. <laughs> Our man, the disco painter, comes out and goes, yeah, we're going to get some sleep, shocker, <laughs> and then we're going to get back out there. It's just, it's all in our favour. I can see Arnie with hoses leading into each room with sleeping gas into each of the... <laughs> As he goes there at night with him and Vidmar, set it all up and just line all it. Had your rest, boys? Yeah, really well. <laughs> mm, no surprises there. <laughs> Tiddling his little fingers. Yeah. And if we lose eight nil, he just pumps laughing gas in. How the boys taking it? Oh, yeah, see for yourselves. It's like at the casino when they pump in pure oxygen to keep everyone punting. He does the opposite. Get Shifty off at half-time and chloroform him. I need him rested up for the quarters. Did anyone else have Grain come in and take all the light bulbs out of my room? Did anyone else have that? I had the weirdest <laughs> dream last night. I dreamt that Graham came in with what Graham. looked like... Yeah, they just called him Graham. Graham. <laughs> Graham. Not boss, coach, manager, Mr. Graham. Arnold. Now, Graham just came in with a 74 jersey and put it over my face and I woke up two days later. <laughs> we could nearly cause way too many nerves if we keep going here.
True. I think True. we wait for six. You cook some roasts. Yep. I yep. sit here nude, and we just wait for that six a.m. kickoff. We just get in the pool and fix the bike, and we're. <laughs> And let's just enjoy this. Let's enjoy it. And I know that I'm talking to you right now, Mace, and I'm not talking to the five listeners we've got in the bloke in Kampala Insane Asylum. I still can't say Insane Asylum. <laughs> I said geography. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you got nothing to worry about, pal. Okay. Tucci. Sorry, touche. Trampoline! Trampoline! You said what now? Let's just enjoy this, Mace, because... Crap. I mean, it's happened once in our lifetimes. Oh, once. Yeah. It's a free yeah. swing. We're saying this because me and you never enjoy them. No, we're enduring them. It's time to enjoy. Because this is what this team's done. Exactly right. They've given us hope. Let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy it. Let's embrace That's it. That's exactly right. It's a bit like in a penalty shootout, no one ever says what happened or oh, the keeper missed it. Yeah. We're the keeper in this situation. We can only be the hero. We can only be Schwarzer with the double save. People afterwards, if we win, will only say, oh my God, amazing saves. How did you get through? That's right. If we lose, they're not going to go, oh, Australia shat the bed. No. No, 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 no. No, no we're no, up against the no, world's no, greatest, no, no, that's right. arguably of all time, and we're going to shake them. We're going to rattle the cage. That's what we do. We win tomorrow. We win. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. This crowd has gone deadly silent. Cinderella story out of nowhere. So we might as well cover off a bit of football because holy do yeah. Talk about Teflon tournament. Mace, the round of 16 is finalised. Yeah. And for the first time since 1994, mm. no team has won all three of their group games. Taking it to the fucking corner there. And that's one of the greats. That's one of the great stats. Wow. This is the Teflon tournament. Yes. We could sit here and analyse, oh, is it because it's mid-season? Is it because it's in the desert? If, it, if so, what? Who cares? It's amazing. Anyone can win this. Incredible. And on this, Incredible. let's go to Group F. Yeah. The Chocolate Riots, zero. <laughs> the Peasants Tablecloth, zero. <laughs> Lukaku had several misses. At one point, he was trying to get him. He got like the old rubber chest going on. He tried to get off his chest, his butt. I'm like, any danger of using your feet? It's football. Oh my god! He looks like a wrestler trying to work out the sport. It's like he's never played it before. He doesn't know if he's the heel or the or the hero. It's like, mate, just get in the ring. <laughs> Don't worry about it. That's if it. they boo you, lose. Work it out. Fucking Space Jam. He's lost all skills. Yeah. So we had that, and we had the Poutine 1 and the Fez Tajines 2. So, yeah. Fez Tajines go through. Poutine made up the numbers, but did well. Encouraging. Scored some goals. Chocolate yeah. riots are gone. Yeah. Belgium are gone. Unbelievable. I'll tell you what, the Moroccans. Dark horse of this tournament. Wow. You, wow. wow. I'd say Australia are, mate, but that's okay. So, whoa, whoa. Hold the phone. <laughs> Well deserved too from Morocco. The Festagines did very well. I tell you what, this game, I know it seems like an age ago now, especially for those listening because yeah. it's probably not going to come yeah. out for a few days. The Moroccan first goal was thanks to some major soppy studs wow. from both the defender and the keeper. Wow. That's double soppy studs. <laughs> and then he had the goal, uh, Bourjan, the Canadian, to sort of look after it like the player was supposed to be there. Yeah, right. It was his, As if someone he else's did spot. nothing wrong. <laughs> Well, that keeper as well, when they were pressing for uh, for a late equaliser, inside the attacking half, he came out and decided, I'll have a touch on the volley. Cheers. Oh, Never done it in his life, and it a... skewed behind him to a fly slip. Oh, yeah, it was quite entertaining. What a Canadian knobhead. Canada, 
Almost made it. Group E, this was utter <laughs> madness. This was as good as it gets in World Cup football. At one point, both the Germans and the Tapas Keeping Academy were gone. My house looked like a scene from Sliver, if you know that 90s <laughs> reference where there's a thousand TV screens. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm just sitting there watching screens galore, fizzing around going, holy dooly, what is happening Sweet here? mental asylum. <laughs> Swedish Sumo Lovers 2, Tapas Keeping Academy 1, the Cuban Jet Skis 2, the Germans 4. Wow. Uh, th- this was bizarre. So the Sumo Lovers opening was a major moist mitt. Their oh. second goal, <laughs> how is that ball not out? I cannot believe it. It is out. It's out. So the angle they shot it on, we can talk about the spherical nature of a ball and the entire thing has to be out. But when you can see green past white on the ground, it says like it's out. What gets me is they've been banging on about the chip in the ball and we can tell if someone's eyebrows offside and the revolutions <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. Can't you tell if the ball goes over? And any danger of giving us a camera angle that's side on? It's bizarre. <laughs> it's always a dramatic camera angle with so many it's questions. So weird. It's so weird. It really helps me because it makes me look even more like the Oracle. I am the Oracle with Japan. They are through. Nippon. When it comes to the spectrum of Oracle, there's you at one end, and then there's the kid who thought you were a Swedish sumo at the other. You two in a room, you're going to get something right, and someone's going to get something very wrong. I think that was the name of the uh, the bullet train that we're on, the Speed Oracle. Hop on board the Speed Oracle, where you either get everything right or everything wrong. Where are you headed, mate? Oh, I'm headed to uh, prescient uh, correctness. Where are you going? Oh, no, I'm going to vague incorrectness. Oh, yeah, other end of the track, mate. Okay, no, the old speed oracle. It's just a circle line. Figure eight. You can never get yeah. off it once you're well, on it's it. It's like the mafia, mate. You can't get out. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Is this the greatest group stage effort of all time? The Swedish sumo lovers were down 1-0 at half time against both Tapas Keeping yeah. Academy and the Germans and beat both of them oh. and now progress. Is it the greatest of all time? It's got to be right up there. I mean, they haven't got a heart like Australia, but their ticker is huge. Huge ticker. They never give up. You know how they got that ticker? Yeah. They had to beat us in qualifying. True. You come at the king, you best not miss. It always leads back to us. Speaking of jet skis first goal, Manuel Neuer, <laughs> with the hands of a digital clock, he moist mitts it into the six-yard box where the jet skis slide it into the net like the goals of Noosa Mangrove. Oh. And then the second goal was flopped over the line like a deep-sea jet ski flip. It was just so to script. It was madness. The jet skis up 2-1 at half time. Oh, he was moisty as. He goes from being the greatest yep. of all time to being moisty and sloppy oh. and flappy. It's just wild. For a German, it's beautiful. being so efficient, it's very out of the ordinary. Soon he'll get a personality and really throw us off the scent. <laughs> Did you see Navis' save off the Farch? The Falcon? Best one-on-one ever. He just decides to put it away with his kisser. Unbelievable quote. Far out. <laughs> They're celebrating. It looks like he's waving them off and I'm like, oh no, he's concussed. He's blatantly like, where am I? Doing the Marcel Marceau Arnie mime work. Uh, walking against the wind, are you? No, no, he doesn't know where he is. Mime is money. Let's go. Come on, move it. You know, so disappointing with Colin Dorica early, but 
They actually were brave. I actually thought they were pretty good in the end. You know, they had them. Colin DeLica down seven zip in the opening game <laughs> against the Tappers Keeping Academy. Oh and 60 minutes into this, they're through to the next round. Insane. It's the beauty of the World Cup, my friend. Sure is. Let's move on to more beauty. Nice, not yeah. North Korea two. Ronaldo's ego hair, pork and cheese one. Sun's <laughs> late Maisie run somehow finding Huang through the nutmeg for a stoppage time winner. Super Sun with that mask. It's an absolute superhero with that thing on. Big time. And he kind of hasn't produced this tournament until that moment. And what a time to do it. Stoppage time to get them oh, it was through. Incredible, yeah. What oh. a ball. It was great. What was amazing is that Ghana getcha zero, yeah. Uruguay two. This was my highlighted game of the entire group stage. I am devastated we didn't get to talk about this before it happened because yeah. it is the ultimate revenge round. We all know 2010, it's the quarterfinals, the first time an African team has ever made it that far, attempting to get as far as possible rather in the yeah. semis. Yeah. Suarez in the 122nd minute of extra time, handballs yeah. on the line, gets mm. sent off. They hit the bar from the ensuing penalty and then lose on penalty shootouts. I've been so deeply engrossed in this story that yeah. it has... People in Ghana don't watch football anymore. They want a hex. They want some wow. witchcraft. It wow. is insane that the world's biggest footballing rivalry is literally as far diametrically opposed as possible on the globe. I know you're Incredible. good with your, your geography. <laughs> The other great thing before the game is that in the age of professionalism, this happened 12 years ago, you expect them to interview the players and the coach and the manager and all the rest of it and say, oh, what are your thoughts about 2010, what happened? And you, you almost expect them to say, ah, it was before my time, this is another game, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Every single Ghanaian player I heard said, no, nah, we want revenge. We've been waiting 12 years for this. We need revenge. We are taking oh this game back from them. God. Q, 20 minutes in, they get a penalty. Time to bury the demons. They don't. They miss the penalty. It's a putrid penalty. It's heartbreaking. He kicks it with a piece of wet spaghetti. It is heartbreaking, but Uruguay don't go through. We see Suarez in tears with 15 minutes to go. And you know yeah. what was great? Ghana getcha. Yeah. Time wasting, taking it literally to the corner despite being 2-0 oh, down. They took it to their own sweet. corner knowing that if they held on, Uruguay would go out. And then amazing scenes at full time. All the Uruguayan players getting booked willy-nilly as they harangued the ref down the tunnel. Oh, it was so satisfying. It was great. Meanwhile, nice not yeah. North Korea are all in the centre circle watching on their phones to ensure they went through. It was insanity. In the end, I mean, I know they lost. I know they didn't go through. But I've seen so many photos today of Suarez in tears on the bench. And, you know, it's pretty disturbing. The older I get, the more I'm like, well, why am I taking joy in someone else's pain? It's not schadenfreude. Like when someone slips over on the street, you always get the laugh in first. You get the laugh in because it's like... If they're in trouble, I'll, I'll feel bad and I won't be able to laugh. And if they're good, I'll regret not getting the laugh in. So you laugh and then you pick them up and see how they're doing. In this situation, I was an absolute non-infantino infant, but I was an infant. I was pissing myself with joy. I'm like, frame that photo of that prick in tears and put it in the Louvre. He oh deserves this. God. What's sharded fraud? Sounds like when you've sharded and you've, um, you think you're denying it. <laughs> No, no, it's when you think you've shat yourself, but it's a fraud. It's not real. <laughs> so you think there's follow-through on your farm, and you stand up and check your jocks, and you're like, you know what? That was a bloody shard and fraud. 
That was a sharp fart and fraud. Don't you know you're Argentinian? <laughs> it's an Argentinian term. You know who the hero of this game was? Ziggy. Mm. Ziggy. With some of the, as usual, the most outlandish, over-the-top, not-needed, flipping around. He nearly killed himself on that last (laughs) save. Actually, nearly broke his neck. Do you reckon he's like that round the house? Like, he'd just do cartwheels (laughs) to go check the mail? (laughs) Mate, just flick it open. It's a letterbox. (laughs) Oh, no, I've got this. (laughs) Unbelievable. He just bounces, just flips from each end of the house. 100%. (laughs) 100%. But he got it done. He got it done. So as much as Garner Getcha didn't get him, Uruguay gone, which is a fantastic result for every football-loving fan on the planet who isn't Uruguayan. Yeah, yeah. There it is, Australia. I'll be damned. (laughs) Look at this country. You are gay. (laughs) Then we skip over to this morning. Cameroon won. Brazil nil. I'm so devastated they're not going through because I love... Vincent Abubakar. Isn't he the man? Isn't he the man? I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. He is the man. I wish they were going through so I could see him, but if they were going through, he wouldn't be playing. Yeah. Because yeah. one of the most iconic red cards of all time, he scores the winner with a power bullet headed to the ground against oh, Brazil. Incredible. Runs to the corner, takes his top off, celebrates, having already been on a yellow. The flamboyant of most flamboyant referees, by the way. This is straight from the Andrew Lloyd Webber Kalina School of Refereeing. Gives him his second yellow. And they're both so, like, convivial. They're so genial Aren't about it. They? they just basically high-five and go, no worries, mate, I got a red and a goal against Brazil. You got to do your Andrew Lloyd Webber cat's work. This is the nicest red card of all time. But you know what? They still had a few minutes left and one more goal and they go through. And the one bloke who can score goals for Cameroon decides... Mind you, if I had a rig like that, I'd probably be running around with my shirt above my head oh, anyway. Oh, absolute Adonis. Oh, yeah. Taking it to the corner, that's the first time yeah. an African nation has ever beaten Brazil at the World Cup. Wow. What a stat. What an absolute stat. Furthermore, yeah. along with Senegal beating Ecuador, it's actually the first time since 1990 yeah. that African teams have beaten South American opposition. Holy shit. And then the other game in that group... Oh, my oh, Lord. Serbia 2, Switzerland 3. Oh. It doesn't. We're in trouble. Shaq Fash became the only Swiss player to score in three World Cups. There was a lot of spice in this. Ooh, a lot of spice in this There was a lot of heat. And the two coaches, great Bond villains. Yeah. The two coaches, weren't they? That's right. Just absolute, both very hateable. Dragon. <laughs> Dragon Stojkovic. Did he hock any loogies? And, I didn't oh, see loogie. Yeah, I didn't see any. He's about four foot. Yeah. He's the odd job. He's the odd job of the World Cup. <laughs> He's just very, very hateable. But some of these goals were found amazing. That third goal for the Swiss was just, wow. That was art. Absolute art. It was. There was one point at the end where Serbia obviously had to score and they were defending a free kick and Mitrovic, who had the captain's yeah. armband, was in the wall and spent about 40 seconds wasting time by effectively threatening to kill, from what I could tell, the referee. He was so <laughs> intense. I was like, well, you might win the game. You might lose the game. Mitrovic will hunt you down. He's Kaiser Soze. <laughs> He's going to kill you. 100%. <laughs> can play. That boy from Fulham can play. Look out. There is no Kaiser Soze. Who is Kaiser Soze? 
All right, mate. So should we run through? The round of 16 is completely set up. It's solidified. I know yeah. we're very Socceroos yeah. focused, but half of the teams are gone. 212 nations are in the <sighs> FIFA rankings and went for this spot. 32 made it. Australia was one of them. 16 remain. Australia are one of them. Let's go through the groups. Wow. Group A. Give the Oracle what he wants. Well, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> the Oracle. I've been praising your Oracle work. And you know what? No matter what happens, you've got Gakpo. That's right. You picked Gakpo from the get-go. I'm holding pocket Gakpos and no one can stop me. <laughs> let's do it. Group A, yeah. you failed to name the capital cities, but you went for Senegal, the Netherlands, Dutch, and Holland. Guess what? Two from two. Oh, my God. The Oracle is killing it. In Group B, you led towards Iran and the USA in the arms race, mainly because you went for a literal arms race and Iran had ran in the name. You're halfway there because the USA are through and so are England. Take it. In Group C, you chose to be an undercover cop in Argentina and Mexico because you speak fluent Argentinian and love eating authentic Mexican food. Unfortunately, Poland pit Mexico there, but you're pretty much 50-50 again. Group D, you chose to cage fight some Frenchie who made you pay an extra euro. Obviously, you had the Socceroos in your corner. So, bang, two, two from two, two again. Nostradamus, keep picking that winning nose. Now, Group E yeah. is where you'd been. You'd been to Japan where they thought you were a Swedish sumo. And you'd also been to Germany, where you passed out on the way to Oktoberfest. Unfortunately, the pass out means that they've slept their way back home and the Tapas Keeping Academy are through, but the sumo lovers are in. So you're 50-50 again there. Group F were your culinary delights, where you wanted a little bit of Belgium chocolate, but they righted against that idea. And then you thought the poutine would go well. And here's where you start striking out. The peasants' tablecloth and the Moroccan fairs go through. In group G, you thought, ah, I've got 11 months in prison. I'll take Switzerland. Tick. They're in. Bizarrely, you chose Cameroon for the other month of the year. Odd. <laughs> Brazil pipped them. And finally, in Group H, you are out on witness protection. You've decided to go to Nice, not North Korea, and Ghana. God, you've got a penchant for that. Again, not a bad strike rate, 50-50. It's Nice, not North Korea, and Ronaldo's pork and cheese that go through. Wow. So all told, you've done pretty well. Pretty and well. anyone who's listening to this episode as their first, good luck. <laughs> No idea what's going on. Absolute gobbledygook. <laughs> I'll tell you one man who does. Who's that? Blood Diamond himself. Oh, Kempala. It's code. It's absolute code for him. <laughs> I found out his name. His name's Kenny, but apparently it's Kemi. It's Kemi. I thought like it was Kemi. I thought it was Kemi. Are you saying Pam? Uh, Are you saying Pam? Pam. 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 With an There's M. There's a D on the end. There's no D. It's Pam. It's like calm. Here, it's P. P A N M. M. Two M. That was the No, there's just one M. The round of 16 are solidified. And once again, Socceroos are there. Italy, not so much. Wow. Goal! Here are the fixtures. At 2 a.m., which is in about an hour's time. We've got Gakpo and Co versus Biden's boys. Good legal firm if you ever need representation <laughs> as a juvenile. The Socceroos oh. shock the world. The Shockaroos against Angel Di Maria's last starlight wish. It's not a quad injury, Diggs. It's way worse. <laughs> then, Sacre Bleu. We've got the team in blue versus the Poles. 
We've got the Poms slipping up on pens against Senegal. Oh, banana. The Swedish sumo lovers take on the peasants' tablecloth. Brazil against Nice Not North Korea. Fez Tajines against the Tapas Keeping Academy. Ronaldo's imaginary pork and cheese follicles against the neutral Toblerones of Shaq Fash. And that is your round of 16. <laughs> <laughs> it always gets me. I'm living in a cuckoo clock. Simple stuff. Hey, we never mentioned Ronaldo and the Portuguese oh. national team officially trying to claim one of Fernandez's goals. Un Did you see that? Fucking believable. The hatred I have for this man. <laughs> he never ceases to amaze me. Selfish. I want that tattooed across his chest. It's out of control. I want C-U-N-T written backwards on his forehead so every time he looks in the mirror, he knows what he is. <laughs> Honestly. It's unbelievable. Give someone else a go. He knew it didn't touch his head it's or he would have exactly. bullshit little move in the oh. corner. How would you be if you're Fernandez? Arguably player of the tournament. You come off feeling good. Yeah, I've just scored two. We're going through. Uh, actually, that was my goal. Piss oh. off, mate. I'm surprised it actually didn't hit his head. It's that big. It might have glanced past his <laughs> ego, but it didn't actually hit his head. What a drip. Sorry, Ronaldo, but you're an absolute dick. Oh, doing. I'm half Portuguese and I want the bloke to drown in a pile full of pus. <laughs> Quite specific. Football takes me many places. Hot places, cold places. But I prepare for it all. Righto, so that's all the football, but the big one's obviously 6am. I just... Mace. What do we want to... Yeah, well, how do we want to do this? I know that by the time everyone hears this, the result's going to be known. I know that that result might not be favourable, but I don't care. I don't care. I, I mean, obviously I care, but I don't resolve from my emotions. Regardless of the result, this has been... An astronomical achievement. It is a landmark moment that will be indelibly mapped onto the rich sporting landscape of this great sporting nation. The entire football world will be watching this tomorrow. And you know what? They're not going to be watching for us. They don't know our names, but they'll know the names. They'll know Harry Sutar, like I said. They'll know Finisher. They'll know Moy. They'll know Ma Ryan. They know the artist formerly known as Glove. They'll all know him. And there will be 8 to 12-year-old kids who are amongst those watching, kids that will undoubtedly go on to represent the Socceroos and the Matildas. And that is just fact. And whether they would have got there anyway without this run is, frankly, a moot point. This oh. Socceroos effort has been nothing short of pure inspiration look at the scenes that we've got at fed square and in sydney and amy park in flare the morning. boys in crowds everywhere. Flare, flare boys everywhere throngs of people <laughs> unified for the first time in years thanks to dan's <laughs> pandemic and it's all down to this a team this cardiac pack this band of brothers mace these miracle men who have given so much joy that i don't care if people are listening to this after messi's mob have pumped us four blot i don't the result isn't everything. The journey has been joyous. It's been galvanizing and all-encompassing and the destination may well be in four or eight or 20 or 40 years, but it won't have been reached without this moment. This is it. So I choose to embrace it. I choose hope. I choose pride. More than anything, I also choose what if, Mace? What? What if? If. I choose a bit of question mark. I choose a bit of, what if we shock the world, Mason? 
What if we actually pip these bastards? It's gonna fucking happen. Mace, if the Socceroos defeat Argentina tomorrow morning, when the Socceroos defeat Argentina tomorrow morning, it will go down as the greatest sporting achievement this country's ever seen. I firmly believe that. It will eclipse all before it. Forget the America's Cup. That was sailing. It's a fucking mode of transport. Get off the water and get a real job. Forget Bradbury. No one's fallen over for the success of the Socceroos. We've pushed them over. Forget Perkins from Lane 8. Forget Cadell and Latour. Yes. Adam Scott's Masters triumph. Or even fucking yes. Kathy Freeman with the weight of a racist nation looking to absolve itself over her lycra-clad back. For 400 of the swiftest metres. Forget them. If the Socceroos get through to the quarters, it will eclipse them all. And then, Mace. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Why not? Why not more? (laughs) Then we smack Gakpo and Co. Or Biden's boys or whoever it is in the quarters. And from there, these giants amongst men. These golden-shirted gods are but one solitary performance (laughs) away from a World Cup final. And again, I know this will be viewed through the clarity of hindsight and knowledge and and things thus unknown, but I don't care, mace. I love them too much to care, mace. So I choose hope. (laughs) I choose joy. And most of all, mace, I choose pride. Oh, come on, the suckeroos! I believe. I believe, Mason. I believe. Oh, it's been a big, big few weeks. I'm sorry. One of the great speeches. You actually gave me a shock boner. You gave me a shock boner from that. (laughs) It's pronounced schadenfreude. (laughs) You actually shocked me into a boner. I was crying a bit. And yeah, I, got I actually get shardened for a chock boner <laughs> where I look down and go, oh, no, I've shat myself. I haven't, boner. Pretty sure that's a German rapper, Schadenfraud shock boner. Okay, guys, welcome to the club. Tonight we've got Schadenfraud a shock boner, so grab onto your jocks, pretend there's poop in there and get hard. It's the erection section all the time. Yeah, I saw him in Kaiserslautern. and it fucking went off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing it. I'm too emotional. Oh, 3-1. Oh, 3-1. We're not going to concede. We keep cleaner sheets than the Hilton. 3 fucking nil. Oh, my God. Next time we speak, we will have knocked out Angel Di Maria's Starlight Wish. It's not your quad. <laughs> it's so much worse. And we would have gone through to face the juvenile legal support of Biden's boys in Gakpo and Co. Mace, it's only a few hours away and I am... <laughs> On the edge. You need to put the oven on. Oh, I need to put my head in it. You need to get that calf all cut up, ready for these steaks, my friend. Oh, my God. It is time to rest. No, it's not. Recover. It's time to get in the pool on the exercise bike nude. Let's end it there, Mace, because we have rabbited on for an absolute age. But you know what? I don't regret a second of this World Cup so far with you. I've loved every moment of it with you, and I've loved it with I the Socceroos. I've loved every moment. And too. every single person out there who's listened, we thank you so much. But more importantly, I don't care if you've listened or not. Get behind the boys in gold. Get behind Arnie's charges. We're a chance. And even mm-hmm. if we've already been mm-hmm. pumped, mm-hmm. how good was it?
Ah, pen, brother. Ah, pen. pen. I love you, Mason. I love you. I love all the Socceroos. I love anyone who loves the Socceroos. Stay mint. The next time we speak will be immediately after kickoff. It'll probably come out on Wednesday because that's the way life works. But by then, we are through to the greatest sporting achievement this nation has ever seen. You fucking know it, Sonny. Stay mint. Oh, my Lord. I'm cooked. (laughs) Absolutely spent. When we lived together Oh do I There was a fella that came (laughs) I remember that you Myself And our other housemate Buckets were sitting around One night at about Two in the morning Watching TV And out of nowhere You turned to us earnestly Like you were going to ask For a liver or something Like like the organ of a Firstborn child And you said Hey guys If someone came in the house now With a balaclava And a gun And pointed it at us And said Right Two of you have to fuck one of the other blokes. <laughs> Who do you reckon would be the bloke getting rooted? That's one of the key takeaways I have. I have several, several takeaways from when I lived with you, but that is seared into my mind. I don't know my pin number, but I remember that. I get to the ATM and I'm like, shit, is there a seven in it? God, why did he ask that question? So, well, yes, I've got my story I remember. for the Qatar acronym tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Queer and tense now, around rectums. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're not that hard, mate. <laughs> By the way, the answer was you were getting rooted. But anyway. <laughs> That's right. In fact, I I've got a feeling it was a leading question. <laughs> you may well have been setting us up for that. The fact that you were grabbing your ankles and going, hey, guys, quiz question. With a jar of margarine and some bass playing in the background. I'm like, something's amiss here. Yes, I remember. Yes, I remember living with you. 